Ladies and gentlemen, my guest at this time is Dave Wasted. Dave, how you doing today, brother? I'm doing great. Awesome. Just fine and dandy. I'm living the gimmick. Living I got the gimmick. my ass kicked tonight, but you know. It's okay. You didn't get pinned. I'll take that. I'll yeah. take that. Sorry, so. Nah, but we're here at uh, Agua and Indy Handshake Stop Collaborating Russell. Solid crowd so far. It's been a good show. Yeah, it's it's a cool... I've been calling it the Unholy Alliance. <laughs> <laughs> So I want to get started, like, you know, the whole, where you start training and all that other all stuff. Right, but, yeah. I mean, you started at the APW Boot Camp in 2008. Yeah. Yes, sir. So what, what was that experience like for you, man? It was uh, very hard, very eye-opening. Um, Who was the trainer at the time? So when I came in, the trainers were Jekyll's the Jester. Yes. And Larry Blackwell. Yes, okay. Uh, I had a little bit of training by J.J. Uh, Perez. I don't know if you're familiar with J.J. Perez. Uh he worked a gimmick called Mr. Wrestling Number Four. Oh shit! Breaking fade. My bad. No, yeah, I, re- I remember Mr. Wrestling Number Four. Yeah. So, 2008. Then, um, Hell Week is intense. You know, that's where they uh, try to weed out the people that don't want it and want it. You know. So yeah, I'm familiar I, with the Hell Week. It's uh, thousands of squats and cardio up the yin yang. Man, I did when I was 17. I did a tryout with Jekylls at APW. That was the most intense thing I've ever done in my life. Yeah, Jekyll's really loved to beat you down, cardio-wise. And, oh, but yeah. in the long run, it, he had a, a method to his madness. So <laughs> so you start training in 2008. About how long after did you have your first match? About, was it about a year, year so, and a half? So 2008 I started, and uh, not to boast on myself, but I caught on fairly quick. You know, uh, like all of us, I grew up loving pro wrestling. Um, I would... I would just practice matches by myself growing up on a trampoline, just wrestling the Invisible Man for most of my childhood. And uh, I don't know if with that and just growing up skateboarding, um, I just caught on to the athletic part of pro wrestling. I, I know I don't look like much of an athlete, but I kind of got some athleticism, I swear. <laughs> there we go, there we go. So, I mean, what, what was that first match like? I mean, dude, so... Fast forward, we're going to fast forward to 2009. Okay. Um, I'm just about to make my debut. I was literally like weeks away, like the, the next show I was going to debut. I didn't even know it. They were going to surprise me. But, but, it was my 21st birthday and uh, I ended up breaking my leg in two places. And that took me out. That took me out for uh, over a year and a half. I didn't come back to pro wrestling yeah, it was until the, about 2011. Yeah, the, you had the spinal fracture. Yeah, spiral fracture. Spiral. There you spiral. go. Um, actually, uh, shout out to Charlie Boy. He, he uh, suffered a similar injury. Yeah. Um, so I know how he feels. I hope he's healing up and everything. So you came back in what, 2011? It and was you were, 2011. And, uh, you were in that I, battle royal. I had to start over pretty much when I came back. And I busted my ass for probably a solid four to six months because you know I was already pretty much ready but I had to you know I had to reestablish that I still had it in some some form absolutely and, uh, my first my first official battle royal yes I did I did a handful of battle royals a handful of dark matches and it was all around the 2011 to early 2012 
days. Yeah. I, some of them are like, God, it's been so long now that I can't even like recall them. <laughs> That's like when I started going to APW. So I, I, okay. I might have, I might have yeah, seen you cross paths once, once, twice. Who knows? Yeah, man. So I've, I've had different people on talking about the garage. I mean, it's just, it's, it was a different vibe. It, it was something way, special about that place. Yeah. Like I have, though it was some of the most intense training and just like physically and mentally tough times. I hold so many of those memories with with just just right here, near and dear to the heart. So yeah, I mean the way people talk about like the Hammerstein is you know the way people in the Bay talk about the, the APW Garage. Yeah, yep, I mean yep. like Dutra had a ladder match in there. So Dutra Dutra was like I always explain it like high school for when I was a freshman, he was like a senior. He was about yeah. to debut, so he he's always kind of been like my upperclassman. Uh, I got to watch him debut. I got to train with him. I got to train with Matt Carlos, Jody Christofferson. I got to watch all those guys debut. Will Hobbs. My, Will, so, yeah, Will Hobbs. Um, APW Mikey superstar. My, uh, Will Hobbs and Mikey J, a.k.a. Drugs Bunny, a.k.a. Jack Danny. Okay. Uh, we all started together in the same class. That's what's up. Uh, shortly after, Julio Pedroza came in. I'm, I'm, try, I'm trying to list off some of the, the names that are still around the NorCal area that, that we all kind of started, got our start around the same time together. But Will, myself, and Mikey were literally in the same class and all kind of came up from the from the beginning. That's what's up, man. Now, you've held a couple championships in your in your time. Not very many, but yeah, there's the, a couple. The uh, the Lucha War Championship, you <laughs> held about, like, what, 2017, 18? Yeah, I, technically, I guess I'm, I still have the belt. I mean, the, the company... Company's been on hiatus for a while. Um, they lost their venue. There's a lot of you know politics, okay. blah 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 blah. But so and still and still and then most raining for like God. What is it now? Four years? I don't know. It's a hell of a run. That's a it's a Bruno San Martino. You know, I'll, I'll I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> and then uh, most recently the TWF Television title. Yeah. Uh, you put up a, a special post about that on Instagram. Yeah. What, meaning that what did winning that title mean to you? Um, it meant it meant a lot because like I said, I, I don't get too many. I, get, I, I do get a lot of opportunities. I always take advantage of the opportunities that I get. But every so often I get a bone thrown at me like that. And it just means a lot to me because, you know, that, to, you know it's kind of like a symbol. It symbols that the booker has faith in you. And, yeah. and that's the, I, I appreciate that kind of stuff. And I didn't have a very long run with the title. I was kind of a paper champion, lost it right away. But, you know. That one little moment was, it was special because at that point, I'd been working so hard and sometimes, you know, like I said, sometimes it feels like the, the opportunities are far few in between, so. Absolutely. Now, um, you might be getting some tag team gold, you you and Rob uh, Man, shit I'm, are uh, rotten to the core of this newly formed team. It, it should have happened tonight. It should have happened tonight. So. You'll get them next time, though. I've had like. I probably had like six different tag partners in Ugwa by now. Uh, all of them, I was supposed to maybe one of the. Uh, you know, it's a slow grind. It's a slow grind, but you know, I try to stay consistent, and uh, my time will come. Absolutely, I, th I think you and Rob are the duo to do it, man. Eventually, you guys Thank will you. be the tag team champions in the UGWA. Yeah, I now, I want to talk to you about your band, Jake Nielsen's Triple Third. You guys were yeah. just in uh, NYC, yeah, in the Big Apple. I literally got off a plane today at, like, almost 1 in the afternoon and uh, came straight here to, to, to get my ass kicked. <laughs> <laughs> 
So, I mean, how long have you guys been together? Uh, so, I, I met Jake when I was 14 years old. We okay. were all in different bands growing up in the Santa Cruz County area. All right. And uh, the moment I saw him, I knew, like, I got to hook up with this guy. Like, we got we to gotta make music together. I don't know how. I don't know when. But it's going to happen. Absolutely. And uh, we've been a band for about almost 10 years now. And okay. We've played all up and down California, Oregon, uh Vegas, Reno, Mexico, and now New York City. We just won an award. Jake, Jake actually just won an award. It's for a music foundation that is a. It's a music foundation for musicians with disabilities. And okay. So he won. He won a fan favorite award. They flew us out. They they gave us the rock star treatment, and it was it was. It was a wonderful experience. I'm still I'm still getting emotional about it. It was that it was that fucking good. That's awesome. So where did you, you guys just, play? I cuss, right? So yeah, yeah, it's the internet, <laughs> yeah, of course. Fuck, mother <laughs> f. <laughs> so I mean, what, what venue did you guys play? It was called the Peter J. Sharp Symphony Space. Okay, I, <laughs> I assume a standing ovation. Big time. All right. All right. Big time. All right. For we, sure. we play. We we flew all that way to play one song, and we made it. You know, we made it. We made it our tightest. We tried to make it our tightest song possible, and I think, I think we pulled it off. Um, we already, we already are making some, uh, some networking connections to, uh, to go back there. Not only okay. for, not only for uh, the Daniel Music Foundation, which is the the foundation that uh, is for musicians with disabilities, but other venues so we're, okay. we're already working on going back there and hopefully playing a few shows not just that so that's what's up that's yeah what's yes up, sir man. we also got sorry we also got nashville coming up in august so okay. that was pretty cool um yeah good times man it's and that's been just just like my pro wrestling career that's been a long steady grind itself too and uh I, hey slow and steady wins the race man yeah you know and that, that's a true story um i can't I can't I can't explain how many times I've been rejected whether it be music wrestling like I've always kind of been fighting fighting from under the underdog you know yeah. always always got something to prove you know it sometimes makes me a little salty a little chip on my shoulder but but I'm very passionate about what I do um, and that's entertaining the people and that's, that's that's the only way to succeed yes sir absolutely man so I'm kind of kind of going the, the Jericho route music music and wrestling you know um it wasn't intentional, but growing up, you know, Jericho obviously is one of my all-time faves for sure. You know, uh, obviously Stone Cold. Yeah. I, have a, I have a handful. We, you know, we all have our. We're about to get into it. Yes, sir. So we're already kind of getting in that. Since you brought up Jericho, I'll, I'll talk about him a little bit. Yes, big time. Um, I remember when I first discovered Fozzie. It was during the time when he wasn't. It was still a gimmick in the sense, like he he was going by like some silly ass name. And oh like, yeah, yeah, it wasn't Chris Jericho, but everybody knew it was him. But that was the first when I first realized that I was like, wow, like, like hey, he's into music too and pro wrestling. And you know, growing up, always doing that. I played in punk bands, rock bands. Like it's kind of funny, like um, how people from different generations can have similar interest or uh goals to aspire to i guess you could say um yeah absolutely man so let's get into it uh this is the rapid fire portion of the interview yes sir favorite wrestler of all time it's too hard to say jericho austin uh i, I, I will stick with those two for a, now a, a collection of guys that influenced um, your style yeah right? so yeah 
Austin. Okay. I mean, Dave Wasted, Stone Cold Steve Austin. You know, I, makes sense. Yeah. You know. I want to ask you this because we've talked about it. Uh, can we ever see David sober? Um, on a shoot, you have, but <laughs> you know, could could that character make its way to the ring? You never know. You never, never know. say never. Okay. Never say never. All right. All right. All right. Uh, favorite match of all time. Not yours, but uh, just a match that you think is an absolute master class. Um, there's so many of them, obviously. And obviously, just the Rock Austin feud yeah. was always great. WrestleMania 17 in general was just Fantastic. Um, that's WWE, but uh, a more recent one that I tend to... I don't know why I always go back to it, but... Uh, Shinsuke, Sami Zayn, NXT TakeOver. Um, yeah, that Dallas one. Yeah, that, that was Shinsuke's uh, debut. That was special. I I, I know there's a, there's, there's a love and hate. I know some people are like, ah, and some people like it, but I, I thoroughly enjoyed that match. Um, something about just everything they did in that, the story that they told in the match, you know, I, yeah. I, I enjoyed it. So that's one I seem to continuously go back to I don't know why <laughs> it's a fantastic match uh, favorite band of all time oh man you, you throwing these it's it's too hard to just single one out like I have a favorite band every day I have a favorite new wrestler every day but uh, just, throw, just throw a couple out throw a couple um, I would say probably everybody that's on my on my right arm over here so we'll start from the bottom Pennywise Red Hot Chili Peppers The Offspring Transplants Jimi Hendrix, Sublime, that's just to name a few. Probably one of my all-time favorite bands, though, is Operation Ivy. Okay, all right, all right, all right. Uh, so, who's your biggest music influence? Operation Ivy, okay. Sublime, probably. And that's another, I, I love it, how much love and hate Sublime gets, you know, like, and how much flack I get. Carlos, Dick, <laughs> making that GoFundMe, I see you. The, the next question's biggest wrestling influence, but I can already assume it's it's Austin. Stone Cold, definitely. Um, I kind of joke about how Stone Cold, like growing up as a kid, like his take take no shit attitude, yeah. his fuck authority, his beer drinking, just all that, and then look how I turned out, you know? It's like <laughs> uh, living the dream. Is it a good influence or bad influence? I don't know. We don't know. What's your favorite cheat meal? <laughs> oh god I have so many favorite cheat meals but actually I I probably cheat a little too much um, it'd have to be Ben and Jerry's uh, half baked okay the whole pint I'll eat that whole fucker <laughs> and last up favorite alcohol anything that does the job <laughs> there we go uh, <laughs> I have plenty of those too but yeah Awesome, man. Dave, thank you so much. Hey, thank you, bro. Yeah, man, this, this has been a long time yeah. coming. Yes, it has. <laughs> I'm, glad, I'm glad you caught me in, in my, in in, my in natural in, habitat. Yeah, exactly. So. Let the people know where they can find you. Oh, man. You can find me on Instagram at Cousin Dave Wasey. You can find me on Facebook if you want. Twitter at Beer Belly Suplex. Um, just Google Dave Wasey and you'll, you'll find something, I'm sure. Awesome, Dave. You'll thanks. probably find a lot of drunk Davids, but something I always say is, there are many drunk Davids in this world, but there's only one Dave Wasted. Awesome, Dave. Thank you, man. Cheers, buddy. Yep. Clink, clink.
Wretched to the 